0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.
1: Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, palm oil has been getting more positive attention lately. It's used for preventing vitamin A deficiency, cancer, brain disease, aging, and more. So listen closely and find out the latest facts on Palm Done Right. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Neil Blomquist is the founder and president of Sustainable Solutions, a consulting firm specializing in the development and marketing of sustainable business solutions for the natural products industry. Born in South Dakota, Blomquist received a Bachelor of Arts degree in Business Management and Economics from the University of South Dakota and has over 42 years of hands on success building brands. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm good, thank you.
1: And today we're talking about Palm Done Right. So, Neil, why don't you fill us in, our, our audience, in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's okay. topic? Okay.
0: Well, my um, mission, personal mission, began back in the 70s. Um, When I got out of college and uh, after working in the uh, business world for a bit, decided to take a pretty radical course and opened up a natural food store in Montana. Um, And for 10 years um, was a retailer where I dug deeply into all the areas around nutrition and organic and small family farms, and it became my life work. So there's been a um, commitment to trying to retain those values over the years. Um, I spent 16 years um, running a company called Spectrum Organic Products out of Northern California that's uh, still one of the leading brands of fats and oils and condiments and all things connected. So during that experience, uh, I got a chance to really um, deeply understand the issues around nutrition and fats and oils and sourcing from farm to um, finished product and the processing issues. And it's probably one of the most misunderstood areas of human nutrition still by the average consumer. So I guess part of my mission has been to really try to educate and help consumers understand and to also for myself really uh, dig deeply into understanding those elements of nutrition and how they fit into um, the food system all the way from the farm through to finished products the the most recent connection with fats and oils has been with palm done right mm-hmm. um, when i was uh, ceo at spectrum um, we introduced the first organic palm oil into the market in 2002 and it really gave me a chance to um, study it i went to the sourcing country in Colombia. Um, saw where it was being farmed, how it was being farmed, how it was processed. And I saw this beautiful, rich red oil coming out of these presses that I had to understand more deeply. Mm. So I really um, took it upon ourselves as a company to um, really take, for the first time, organic palm oil into the U.S. market as a replacement for bad fats that were being used in the natural food industry for margarine and baking products and all kinds of things because we were still using hydrogenated oils back then in the natural food industry.
1: So look, you're really on the cutting edge way back when. Yeah, definitely. Wow. So my first question really, so this is amazing because you really did start early. What is the historical use of the tropical fats by humans over our evolution?
0: Well, if you're within 15 degrees north or south of the equator... Um, tropical fats have been used as a source of nutrition and fat by humans for thousands of years. Palm um, and coconut grew wild in that part of the world and still does. And the amount of fat that's in that material is, is very high concentration of fat, and it's very dense nutritional fat. So besides animal fat, it was the main source of fat for people for thousands of years And what happened over the, um, I guess, last 100 to 150 years, tropical oils came into the um, Western world as one of the key hard fats, along with butter and lard and some of the other hard fats, that was used to make margarines and spreads and the key ingredient for baked products. But... During the um, late 40s, early 50s, science figured out how to take soybean oil and turn it into a hard fat through hydrogenation, and there was this incredibly well-orchestrated campaign that was um, originated by the Soybean Association to um, demonize tropical fats to replace them with hydrogenated soybean oil. And that's where it all began, where all of the um, information that's out there that still resides today around tropical fats and why they're so bad originated out of that effort. And it was actually a lot of science that's now been proven to be false that was used to demonize those fats. It was an economic move that was very successful because we don't grow those things in the United States. Mm. Um, we can't grow those those fats here. We can grow a lot of soybeans and canola and other seed oils mm-hmm. that, through this hydrogenation process, you create this hard fat that works really well. It's incredibly stable, but it's not food. Mm. So we had these bad fats in our food system for many, many years, and it wasn't until really the late 90s, um, early 2000s, when the science started to finally become clear that these fats were very bad. Trans fats were the worst fats that you could consume and that they were a leading cause of degenerative disease. So as a result, we have the need for tropical fats to come back into the food system to replace those hydrogenated fats. So we've got an opportunity now to really show, especially if you're doing um, organic, fair trade, um, from the farm all the way through the system, where you've got a very healthy fat coming from a very sustainable source that can be used for vegetarian products. It can be used, it's an incredible frying oil. If you go anywhere, Mexico or South, and you're eating any kind of a fried food, it's fried in palm. Hmm. It's the most stable frying oil that exists, period. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of functionality and even nutritional side of of tropical oils that people don't understand. So that's my mission.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're on a great mission there. Why has has oil palm farming come under such fire in recent years?
0: Dating back to 25, 30 years ago, there was an intense move in Indonesia and Malaysia to um, take oil palm farming deeply into those countries for economic reasons. So, to this day, they're still continuing to destroy virgin and second-growth rainforests to expand mm-hmm. the production of palm in those countries. And we call it conflict palm. Um, the uh, destruction of habitat, um, local communities, there's land grabbing, um, there's problems with how t- workers are treated, there's just an ongoing litany of problems that exist in that part of the world and there have been attempts at trying to fix it but those countries are difficult to operate in. There's a lot of corruption. Um, The palm oil industry is controlled by big corporate interests that um, are selling. Palm oil is the most used uh, oil in the world internationally and many countries like India and China and those countries are predominantly using palm oil in their diets. So populations are growing, the need for more palm is growing, they keep planting more and more uh, trees and and plantations there. So we continue to get destruction of rainforest and habitat and abuse of workers. It's spewing carbon into the atmosphere. When you break open rainforest, virgin rainforest, you've got all this carbon that's been sequestered in peat for thousands of years that goes up in the atmosphere. So it's really been a huge contributor to to climate change. Mm. So it gets a lot of negative publicity. The NGOs are all over um, trying to expose these things. So the average consumer hears that and they think that all palm is bad. But in reality, if it's done right, that's why we call it palm done right, Mm. It has an incredible sustainable supply chain that nourishes the local communities. If it's done organically, you're sequestering carbon out of the atmosphere instead of putting it into the atmosphere. You're ter- we're turning um, what we call brownfields or conventional farms, you know, small farm uh, people that have farms that are second, third generation farms. We're turning them into organic. So they're creating a much more balanced system for the um, rainforest around them. And it also, as a a result of getting paid higher than conventional prices and fair trade practices, which puts a percentage of um, the purchases in our sales back to the communities, it it actually does the exact 180 degree opposite of what goes on in Asia. Mm -hmm. So we also, because it's an organic product, it's also processed much more minimally, so you have a higher nutritional value. There's more protection of the oil throughout its processing supply chain. Um, And we're even now developing products using red palm oil, which has uh, dense nutritional value in the form of beta carotene, vitamin E, tocopherols, tocotrienols. It's one of the highest concentration of tocotrienols of any plant on the planet. And as a result, you've got this incredibly rich nutritional oil that people don't really use or understand. So part of what we're doing is trying to take that um, kind of a product into the market and get people to use it as part of their daily life.
1: Is that the, the richest the red palm. part, that yep. red palm oil? Mm-hmm. That's like the, the best, yep. the richest. Absolutely. Um, why are plant-based saturated fats important for the human diet?
0: Well, humans need um, a combination of different fats. Essential fatty acids, omega-3 and 6, and their derivatives are essential. We have to have them for good health and balance in our um, consumption of food. Saturates are an incredibly good source of energy. So for anyone that's active, it's a fuel. And it is a um, fuel that can keep you from craving refined carbohydrates, for example, which have been one of the key sources of a lot of degenerative disease and diabetes and ob- obesity. Um, so, having a, a, a balance of fats, including saturates, as a very good source of energy fat, creates your body's ability to metabolize and process and not have the kind of cravings, sugar cravings, and refined product cravings that a lot of people have because they're not getting a good balance of fat. Mm. So even though it's not an essential fat, it has that um, component of energy, uh, a source of energy for the human body. And the other thing that's not well understood is that there is a percentage of omega-6, which is an essential fatty acid, in palm um, and it also has a very high concentration of monounsaturated fats, over 40%, which is the main fat in olive oil. So. Monounsaturated fats have been clinically shown to raise HDL, good cholesterol, in the body. And as a result, you get this component of monounsaturates as well as the saturates when you use palm oil. Now, coconut oil, which is now the darling fat that's come out in many years, the last few years, has become, next to olive oil, the next best seller in our industry, It has over 80% saturates, actually higher in saturates, and has very little monounsaturated fat. So when you look at the two in comparison, you're actually getting a healthier fat profile from palm compared to coconut. And the coconut people would probably go, oh, that's not right. But if you look (laughs) at the numbers, that's reality. Now, there's other reasons why coconut oil has health qualities. But when you look at it from a fatty acid profile perspective, you're actually getting a a more nutritious fat profile out of palm. Numbers don't don't understand that.
1: (laughs) Well, this is very interesting information, and uh, right now we need to take a quick break, but. More in a minute. Don't go away. We will be right back. Okay, Thank you. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value.
0: And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first-of-its-kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor-formulated solutions at each stage with clinically-backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today.
1: And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with founder and president of Sustainable Solutions, Neil Blomquist. So we're talking about palm done right. So, Neil, where do monosaturated fats fit in the tropical fat story?
0: Well, that's an interesting question because um, we've all heard of the Mediterranean diet. Mm -hmm. And the Mediterranean diet is based on, you know, a combination of different food and eating that dates back many, many years to the Mediterranean, Italy, Spain, how they eat, the um, whole French phenomenon of eating a lot of fat but not having health problems from it. And monounsaturated fat from principally olive oil and nuts and other sources of food in the Mediterranean have always been that kind of key fat that's been in the Mediterranean diet. Well, lo and behold, palm oil has over 40% monounsaturated fat. People have no idea of that connection. They think about palm oil and they go, oh, it's high in saturated fats. It's really bad for you. Well, it's again, it's that misunderstanding and not being well-educated and negative uh, publicity that came out about um, tropical fats and why they got pushed out of the market in the US. So now that they're coming back because we're replacing um, all of the um, trans fats and hydrogenated fats with healthier versions and tropical fats are the best solution. They're readily available, they're lower cost, um, it actually has qualities that um, in some ways are even healthier than butter for example used in baking products. Um, And if you're going to make a pie crust or a cookie or a cracker or anything that needs those qualities that you're looking for in a very good finished product that consumers are used to, using seed oils like sunflower, canola, and soy doesn't do the same job. You get a product that has far less of the kind of mouthfeel and texture that you're looking for. And that's where this combination of interesting fats comes from between the monounsaturates and the saturates makes it a very functional fat for a lot of different applications.
1: So ultimately what you're saying is instead of using butter, you can use this palm. Correct. Oil. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I love to bake cookies, so I'm going to yeah. do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the, t- the test. Uh, what advantages do plant-based saturated fats have over other fats?
0: Well, first of all, if you're veg- vegan or vegetarian, um, Having a choice that um, is not from an animal source is always going to give you an option. If you're a food producer and you want to make a product for the vegan community, um, either coconut or palm make excellent choices as a substitute for butter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's lower cost, they're very stable. Uh, Saturated fats are um, short chain fats compared to the longer chain fats omega-3 and 6 so they oxidize much slower the heat stability is much better for application in the kitchen so you can for example fry at higher temperatures um, higher smoke point compared to other oils Mm -hmm. and the stability is there so you get less oxidation over time whether it's stored in the cupboard or whether it's in a product that goes into the market so you have the stability that Um, the longer-chain fats from sunflower and canola and soy don't have.
1: Uh, How does processing affect saturated fats, and what types of processing creates the healthiest saturates?
0: Well, we're back to stability again and how these um, short-chain fatty acids do under processing um, techniques. So when you um, take the fruit or seed or whatever the oil source is To get the oil out you've got to put it through a processing system and when you're doing that to seed or to palm you're using what's called an expeller pressing system and there's heat and pressure that's built up to be able to get the oil out of that material and after it's um, extracted through that process it also goes through further steps called refining Mm -hmm. and that also puts it into um, a position where it gets heat application and other things to get it to a finished product. So those short-chain fatty acids are going to survive through that processing much better than longer-chain fatty acids, just like in the kitchen. It's going to do the same, Um, and it's going to have better stability because that shorter-chain fatty acid has a tendency to hold together much better under stress whether it's exposure to the oxygen or air that it might you know, be exposed to, whether it's light, whether it's heat, all those things trigger oxidation in fats. And the less oxidation in the fat, the more it's going to be healthy for you. Mm-hmm. So that's where saturates really come into play. They create so much versatility in how you can process and how you can use them in the kitchen that you end up with what goes into your body, much less oxidized fat. Mm-hmm. And we all know what oxidation does, it is the aging factor. Mm-hmm. So the more oxidized fat you eat, the quicker you're gonna age. Mm-hmm. It's a simple fact.
1: You talked a little bit about, obviously, the difference between coconut oil, palm fruit oil, and then palm kernel oil, but can you... Re-
0: elaborate? Yeah, yes, elaborate on <laughs> Yeah, that. it's an interesting subject. As I mentioned previously, coconut oil has become this darling fat um, for a lot of interesting reasons. Um, it's starting to get you know, under fire because of the saturated issue, um, which is so misunderstood. Interesting, palm kernel oil, which is inside the palm fruit, is this pit that looks like an apricot pit, and palm kernel oil resides in that pit. The palm fruit, which surrounds it, is where palm fruit oil comes from. And the palm fruit oil has this balance of saturates and monounsaturates that I described. Well, palm kernel oil has almost identical fat to coconut. Mm. People don't realize that. And whenever the palm kernel oil comes up, for many consumers they are like, oh, that's really bad fat. Well, if they're eating coconut oil, (laughs) it's essentially the same same thing. thing. And they they don't know that. They don't understand that. Palm kernel oil is also one of the key ingredients used in producing personal care, cosmetics, home care products. Um, sodium lauryl sulfite, which is in just about anything you walk into your bathroom, um, and anything that um, you're going to use there in the shower and at the sink, it's got sodium lauryl sulfite. It comes from palm kernel. Mm. And so, people don't really understand that it's a key ingredient in so many products. Something like 50 percent of the products sold in our stores in this country um, have palm in some form, whether it's food or personal care cosmetic products.
1: So, it, you can consume it, but you can also use it as, yes, exactly. as personal care. Um, so that's interesting. Um, you talked also about this earlier, and I'm interested. What is red palm oil? That seems to be something that's... Is it new, or is it just this...
0: Well, is it's like actually it? ancient. Okay, but we've just <laughs> yeah, discovered be- this. Before is a- um, science started to um, mess around with our food chain, just about all the oil that was consumed by humans was unrefined. Uh-huh. It was essentially crushed from the material it came from, whether it was nuts or olives or palm, mm-hmm. and people consumed it. And they consumed it fresh didn 't sit around, um, and palm oil is an unrefined the unrefined palm before it is processed to turn it into the more creamy colored odorless um, kind of flavor neutral product that people are used to for baking and frying. but red palm has flavor it 's got a nice mild sweet flavor if it 's processed properly. There are some good palm oil red palm oil products out there that you can use just like you would use coconut oil in the kitchen. You Mm -hmm. can saute with them. um, You can use it in a smoothie. But it's got this dense nutritional component to it with beta carotene Mm -hmm. at much higher levels than carrots or tomatoes and higher concentrations of vitamin E compared to any other fat. So you get this antioxidant consumption when you eat the fat, and it also gives the fat stability. So, you have good stability in the kitchen when you're using it. You can't use it at as a high a heat temperature as you would a refined product because of all these nu- uh, nutritional components that are in the fat. It has a lower smoke point, but if used properly, it's a very high concentrated source of nutrition.
1: Hmm. Thank you for explaining the difference on that. Um, what is the checklist that I should be using, or people should be using, to choose a product with palm oil that's the most sustainable and healthiest possible?
0: Well, organic is the first checkoff. Organic will guarantee that it's coming from a much better sustainable source compared to Conflict Palm. Um, Probably the second most important thing is some kind of a social program. Um, There's Fair for for Life. There's um, Fair Trade USA. There are other certifications like that that guarantee the consumer that where it's coming from is protecting the workers, the farmers, and providing um, a value for the community there. Um, there's a certification called RSPO, which is originated by the palm oil industry, mm. and there's a um, RSPO identity preserved, which means that it's coming from farms that are actually certified. And identity preserved RSPO does provide some guarantee, if it's not organic, that it's coming from sustainable sources in Asia. Mm. But there's very little of that coming into the U.S. market because it's more expensive.
1: Oh, Okay. Wonderful. Well, this has been very interesting. Thank you so much for your great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Neil and his website, which is palmdunright.com. Thank you so much, and we look
0: forward to your next visit. Thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market.
0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.